the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Okay, so in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, the Bible says, we are made in his image and his likeness. So if I'm made in his image, his likeness, and he is love, then that means I am a reflection of love. So for me to give love should be like me breathing. Because I am love. So I don't have to wait to give you love. I breathe love. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something delve into part three of our message, Real, Raw, and Relevant. This is uh, Relationship Realities. And uh, today as we delve in, today's is, is part three. It's entitled Real Love. Everyone say real love. Now, there was a song, praise God, uh, by Mary J. Lord, Jesus. Now, Mary J., she don't ever get old, man. I know she's about 45, 50 years old, but the girl just keep on pulling. And uh, my wife said, Jomo, now, that's a good song, so we're about to hear this. And if you didn't hear it, you're going to hear it right now. Y'all ready? This is a, uh, this is a, uh, she's a classic. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Y'all heard that? Real love. Mm-hmm. Somebody knew the song. Yeah, y'all know that song. Praise God. Everybody look, as uh, Eddie Murphy would say, looking for nub. All the wrong places. <laughs> that's how y'all my church. You say that? Y'all know exactly where I'm talking about. <laughs> well, with, with that. Uh, I was thinking about this week being Valentine's Week, and I saw everyone posting this and that, this picture and that picture of of what uh, the world will perceive as real love. And I was telling my wife, I said, you know, every day should be Valentine's Day. Why do I have to wait to display love when I know God and God is love and I'm a reflection of God, so that means I'm a reflection of love. I'm saying it again. I want y'all to get this. God is love. Amen? Uh, this is uh, cha- uh, 1 John 4. Go down, I think, about verse 8. 1 John 4. Uh, <clears throat> so God is love, okay? So in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, the Bible says, we are made in his image and his likeness. So, if I'm made in his image, his likeness, and he is love, then that means I am a reflection of love. So, for me to give love should be like me breathing. Because I am love. So, I don't have to wait to give you love. I breathe love. When I wake up, I love. So, now I don't have to. I told my wife, I said, boy, they be right here with chocolates and candy. They don't realize it's a big promotional stunt, but look, I ain't mad at nobody, man. Get all the chocolate you want to God be the glory. But but every day is a day that I celebrate God's love. 
And then every, and, 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 and by that, I need to show love every day, not just February 14th, my God. But every day I get up, praise God. If you got breath in your body, my God, if you can walk and talk, hallelujah, let me slow down. And if you're full with love, if you get it all the time, Valentine's Day is not a big deal. You know, a lot of people get upset and get depressed because, oh, I don't have a Valentine's. I didn't go out on a date. We've never made Valentine's Day or any of the holidays really a big deal because when you give and you're giving from the heart, you don't need a special day or date to tell someone you love them or to give them a flower or take them out to dinner. You do it because it comes from the heart, not because you feel obligated because the date is February 14th. Amen? Now, now to be transparent, since we're real raw and relevant, I just didn't celebrate it because I was broke for a long time. So, you know, I just say, you know what, babe, it ain't a big deal. A you know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> I used to do poems. Oh, I was, I'm an artist now. And uh, let me leave that alone. A group of, <laughs> a group of four to eight-year-olds uh, defined love. And these are the answers they said. Rebecca, age eight, says, when my grandmother got arthritis, she couldn't bend over and paint her toenails anymore. So my grandfather does it for her all the time, even when his hands got arthritis too. That's love. Billy, age four, said, when someone loves you, the way they say your name is different. You just know that your name is safe in their mouth. Stop right there. That's good. That's real good. Because some of y'all mouths, their name ain't safe in it. Raise your hand if you know somebody. Boy, they talk about... Your name ain't safe in their mouth. That's good right there. Terry, age four, says, love is what makes you smile when you're tired. That's good. Danny, age seven, said, love is when my mommy makes coffee for my daddy and she takes a sip before she gives it to him to make sure it tastes okay. Come on, come on, come on. Love is, I like number seven, love is what's in the room with you at Christmas if you stop opening presents and just listen. Ooh, that's good right there. Nikki, age six, says, if you want to learn to love better, you should start with a friend that you hate. Six years old. Some of y'all 36, you ain't figured it out yet. Six years old figured out, you know, (laughs) The Bible says it's easy to love someone that you love and does good things to you. That's right. The true test is how you treat the people who hate on you, the people who speak negatively about you. That's the real test of love. Noel, age seven, says, This is good. Love is when you tell a guy you like his shirt and he wears it every day. (laughs) That's good. Cindy, age eight, says, During my piano recital, I was on stage and I was scared. I looked all around at the people who were watching me and I saw my daddy waving and smiling. He was the only one doing that. I wasn't scared anymore. Elaine, verse 5. Love is when mommy gives daddy the best piece of chicken. (laughs) Come on now. If you come home and the best piece of chicken gone, you got to question whether they love you or not now. 
Love. Marianne, age four, said, love is when your puppy licks your face even after you left him alone all day. I don't know about dogs licking faces and stuff, you know. Some of y'all, that's all good. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Love is, this is Lauren, age four. I know my older sister loves me because she gives me all her old clothes and she has to go out and buy new ones. <laughs> Mark, age six, says, love is when mommy sees daddy on the toilet and she doesn't think it's gross. Now, that's real love. <laughs> now, real talk. I'm dating this young lady. She's in a room. And she says, come on in. Now, I thought it was a dorm room, which it was. But the room had a, you know, they had a better room than, you know. Anyway, her room had a bathroom on her room. And girls said, come on in. And she said, now, I said, wow. This is like a new phenomenon to me. Because, see. I was comfortable. She's very comfortable. You know what I mean? So I couldn't believe that, you know, I was kind of naive. You know? And she just said, come on and let's talk. I said, but you want to talk. I, I don't want, I don't, I, I don't want to talk. I, I, that, that kind of ruined my whole, you know, my I don't know if you ever have a certain, says, see, when you see someone, you have a certain thought that that doesn't happen there. There's another way. My dad said it's a natural thing. Everybody yeah, so, does so she's trying to have a conversation, burning matches. So how you doing today? <laughs> whoa, whoa. That is love to burn the matches. You don't have to do that. That's extra. That's too much for me, man. I grew up in a home where I didn't see that kind of stuff. My dad says it's a natural thing. You know, he'll fart or something. Oh, it's natural. Like, okay, well, that's a good excuse. Some of y'all been married 20 years. Y'all still ain't seen nothing like that before. This one we dating, y'all. I wanted to see if he was the real deal. You hear? Singles, she's talking to you right now. If you ask a brother or sister coming there and they run, they ain't the one. <laughs> Jessica, age eight, says, Glory you, to God. You really shouldn't say I love you unless you mean it. But if you mean it, you should say it a lot. People forget. This is so good. I, you wouldn't believe how many times I hear people say, they never tell me they love me. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways, and it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the Donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. 
Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. And even a child knows you got to say it and say it and say it. And brothers always say, she should know I love her. I pay the bills. I'm still here, aren't I? Right. Well, guess what? (laughs) The Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue, and we shall eat the fruit thereof. So with that being said, and also in Genesis, the Bible says we are made in his image, his likeness. And the Bible also says that that, uh, God created the world with his words. And then Adam named Eve, Eve. So, meaning, our words have creative power. So, for example, uh, your wife or husband are acting a plum fool. You say, what a mighty man of God I have. What am I doing? I'm speaking life. Now, I know he's no good heathen, but you speak life. Your child comes home and they, and and they, they smell like alcohol. I was reading one of my, uh, one of my coaches we're doing a Facebook post. One of the coaches says, son, when you came off the bus, if I would have put a lighter to you, you would have blown up. The boy was drunk on the bus. But you know what he says? You're a mighty man of God. Because, see, it's obvious to tell a person what they are. Faith is telling them who you believe they are. Right. See, faith, right. is, faith is speaking life right. when you see death. Ooh, glory to God. And the final one, and this was the winner. They had a contest. The winner was a four-year-old child whose next-door neighbor, an elderly gentleman who had recently lost his wife. Upon seeing the man cry, the little boy went into the old gentleman's yard, climbed onto his lap, and just sat there. When his mother asked him, what did he say to the neighbor? The little boy said, I said nothing. I just sat there and helped him cry. That's love. Today, we're going to be teaching from 1 Corinthians chapter 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 on down. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. (coughs) Praise God. It says this, love is patient and and serene. Love is kind and thoughtful. Everyone say love is is patient patient and kind. And I am not. Come on, say love is patient and kind. And sometimes I'm not. Now raise your hand if you know somebody that has a challenge with patience. Hallelujah. Now, now listen to me. How do I develop patience? Don't worry, Pastor. I got you. Romans chapter 5. Watch this. This is how you develop patience, okay? <laughs> you will not like it. Amen. Romans chapter 5. Verse 3 says this, and this is out of the Message Bible. There's more to come. We continue to shout our praise even when we're hemmed in with troubles because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience in us. So, so, so trouble develops patience. Don't, 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 don't ask for patience because if you ask for patience, you're asking for what? Trouble. 
Ooh, then it says, and how patience turns and forges to tempered steel, virtue. So virtue comes in the process, Ooh, keeping us alert for whatever God will do next. Now, the way you stay alert is you have to be patient because, see, those who go to sleep because they weren't patient. Oh, gosh. In an alert expectancy such as this, we never left feeling shortchanged. Now, this is what I do. When I'm feeling irritable, now I know that you see me, praise God, and I got a smile on my face, and it seems like everything is good in my life. But there's some days where I just don't want to deal with people. Now, I'm going to be honest, not saying she is not. I'm saying for me, some days I'm just like, ugh. So when I get to that mood, and I feel like it's bubbling over, I go to this scripture, and I say this, Jomo is patient and Jomo is kind. And if I can't say that with a straight face, I go into prayer. Because if I say I love my kids or I love my wife or I love my brother, that means I have to be patient and kind to display love. Now, guess what? I can't be kind unless I'm first patient. So I have to develop the fortitude within me to keep myself and keep my mind right, even though I'm getting tired of you. Mm -hmm. That's right. And I got to keep my posture right. Look, look, look what Col Colossians says. It's real good. Colossians will bless your life in reference to how we have to keep this. Now, listen to y'all. Y'all ready? Let's, let's read together, church. So as God's chosen people who are wholly set apart, sanctified for his purpose, and well-beloved by God himself, put on. Everyone say put on. Put on. Put on means you got to put on. Put on means you got to put on. Put on a heart of compassion, compassion kindness, humility, humility gentleness, gentleness, and, and patience. patience. Now, look what patience is, which has the power to endure whatever, whatever injustice or unpleasantness that comes with a good temper. So what are you saying, Pastor? Every now and then, I have people who help me. And uh, when I was in industry and I had my company, I could tell you exactly how I feel. And if I fire you, I just, God bless you, fired. But in ministry, where I have to show the love of God, and I really just want to say, go to, but I can't say that because I'm God's ambassador. So then I have to smile and say, don't worry, brother. God will give you another chance. I just won't. But <laughs> it's your shit to deal with you. And, and, and there's the, the balance because people always say, Pastor, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? I say, well, I, I, I didn't do that to you. Because, you know, when you came here, you had an issue. Remember, remember, bro? Mm -hmm. oh, oh, yeah. And I didn't call you out. I didn't call you out. And, and, and there's some stuff I still know about you that I don't talk about. Because people tell Pastor all kind of stuff. And I just smile in your face all the time they want to take you. I just smile and just say glory to God. Because, see, remember, I'm not the judge. I'm just the mailman. It's 
sometimes in the body of Christ, we want to condemn people and we want to do it publicly so we can show everybody that's not what you're supposed to do. But it's not our jobs to do that. It's for God to, to clean them up. Judge. So, Amen. so with that, you have to have a certain. We talked about the Bible study, inexhaustible patience. Right. God. And you really can't be mad with anybody if you really look at the scripture. If you put on compassion, even if somebody's coming at you wrong, and you're compassionate about however they're coming at you, and you have kindness and humility and gentleness. You can't be mad. You can only just feel bad for him. Here's, here's what you got to do. Uh, my wife, she was trying to check this morning whether she had a, a temperature. So she got the thermometer. She put it in her ear. You know, it was good. And I, I was thinking about us today. You can't allow the climate or environment you're in to set your temperature. Amen. Set yourself at peace. Now, I know they're cussing at you and they're calling you out your name, but it's all good. That's an indicator of where their heart is. So what I've learned to do in the faith walk is I never allow a person to push my button. I'm a dead man walking. What do you mean by that, Pastor? The Bible says, Paul says, I crucify my flesh daily. Because the only reason you can get upset is they touch the part of your flesh that's vulnerable. I'm spirit. See, when you get out of your character, that means your flesh has been offended. Now I want to cut you. You cut me, I'm going to cut you. You cuss me, I'm going to cuss you. But if I get control of the flesh and say, you know what? They just showed me their heart. For the Bible says, uh, out of the heart, the mouth. So what happens when people talk harshly to me, they're just showing me their heart. So as a man and a woman of God, that's a reason or an indicator or a place that they need prayer in. Stop taking it personal and start growing in Christ and saying that person's hurt. Why? Hurt people hurt people. So when they're hurting you, that's an indicator of the condition of their heart. So you have to grow past your feelings. Ooh, ooh. Let's say, grow past my feelings. I want, get over yourself. Come on, say to get over yourself. Stop taking everything personally. If they don't know you personally, stop taking it personally. Yeah, people cuss at me. Mm-hmm. I just smile at them. What you smiling for? <laughs> Praise the Lord. I said, I'm going to keep smiling. Now, if you touch me, I'm going to tell you. Long long as you don't touch me, it's going to be a blessing on your life. But if you touch me, there's going to be some repercussions and some consequences. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Bob said, with two touch and agree, it's established. I'm going to establish a whooping on you today. That uh, that's not the scripture, baby. The Bible said, with two touch and agree. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> now, don't worry. Jesus will heal him. <laughs> Amen. Uh, verse 5, verse 5. So, so, love is patient and love is kind. So, when you're in heated fellowship, you have to have an ability to, to, to garner yourself. What I do is every now and then when uh, uh, Dr. C pushes a nerve, I go to 1 Corinthians 13. Jomo, you are patient. That's 
right. Amen. You are kind. Long suffering. No, no, no. It's not funny. (laughs) No, no. You have to really talk to yourself. I've been with this one right here for 21 years. Yes. Thank you, sister. (laughs) So if you're going to be with a person that long, you have to have built-in patience. You have to have, the Bible says, God's grace and mercy are fresh and new every day. So every day, God gives you fresh grace. So if God gives you fresh grace, every day you have to give them fresh grace. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.